get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. That is Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Speaking of Ferrario, he's off today, but we had to put him a little bit to work. We couldn't give him the full day off. So let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. My guy, Alex Ferrario, pre, post, and intermission host for the Blues. We couldn't keep him away from the radio whenever the Blues made a big move like signing Mike Hoffman. Ferrario, how you doing, bud? I am doing fantastic. Yeah, you can't keep me away because I heard Kerry Davis was on. Uh, and when you get a Super Bowl champion on the radio, I can't be Wally Pip. So I had to make sure I came on with you guys sometimes. I'm just keeping the seat warm for you, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm just holding it down for you for the day. I appreciate it. But you guys are sounding great. But, no, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this stuff, man, because it was exciting news yesterday when we found out about Hoffman. So let's get into it. What did you make of it? Your initial reaction was what? My initial reaction was, okay, this is a joke because, like, a Mike Hoffman doesn't sign a PTO. But then I go back and think about it, and Doug Armstrong is a magician. Like, this is, this is his handiwork. Like, this is a conversation where it was a, a under-the-table handshake between these two teams or these two sides that basically said, look, we can't do anything right now, so we're going to bring you on as a PTO, but – we're going to sign you once we can put these guys on LTIR. But look, I mean, my, my mind goes everywhere with this, guys. I mean, you're bringing in a guy who scored 65 goals in his last two games. You're bringing in a guy who right now makes you the second best team, I think, out of every team in the West, right behind the Colorado Avalanche. But I would put them 1A and 1B. You're bringing in a guy who hasn't won a Stanley Cup that is going to have that drive for a Stanley Cup. And you're bringing in a guy who is going to not only make your depth at five-on-five incredible, but it's going to make your power play probably the best power play in the National Hockey League going into this season. So, I mean, everything about the signing makes sense. And again, this is just Doug Armstrong being Doug Armstrong, not playing the if card, but playing the let's go win another championship card. So, Alex, we can can say that you said it right now, Blues win the championship this year. Is Is that what we're predicting? 
This way, is oh, that okay. what oh, yeah. Who could have seen that one coming? <laughs> Alex Ferrario yeah. thinks the Blues are going to win the cup. <laughs> I was going to say, Carrie, please, as soon as I saw this happening, I was eating dinner with my wife, and I turned to her and I said, baby, we're going to have another Stanley Cup parade this year. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. So so Hoffman is, is definitely a, a guy that can put the puck in the net. Who else do you see on this in this lineup that can that can score goals and, and, and keep the pressure on teams uh, in a way that allows them to win more games and, and, and have more success? You know, that's a great question, Kerry, because I think this has a ripple-down effect with Mike Hoffman signing this contract. We, when you bring Mike Hoffman onto this team, what it does is it makes everyone else, it, it, they, they have to step their game up because if they don't, their game is going to kind of drop in terms of ice time because of Mike Hoffman. Mike Hoffman on a line, which I, I hockey nerded out, and BK knows this about me, last night I put the lines together for me, and I'm putting Hoffman on a line with O'Reilly and Perron. And you know what that does? That puts two elite snipers on a line with probably one of the best passers in your team right now and Ryan O'Reilly, but it creates depth. It, it makes, it makes Braden Shen and Jaden Schwartz that much more potent when they have their ice time because they're playing with a Robert Thomas until Tarasenko comes back. And when Tarasenko comes back, Oh my gosh. I mean, you're putting Robert Thomas on a third line with a Sammy Blay, a Tyler Bozak, a Zach Sanford. Hell, you could put Mike Hoffman down on that third line and make it duo pairings. But what it does is it makes everyone else better. And it's going to put a lot, it's going to take the pressure off of guys in terms of ice time so you can divvy it up more. And when you're going to be playing these teams basically every other day, Colorado, Vegas, like this is going to take a toll on the body. So you got to have depth. And what Mike Hoffman does is he takes that ice time off of guys like O'Reilly and Perron and Shannon Schwartz so that they are, are a lot healthier when it comes to uh, the kind of finish line of the regular season and then going into the postseason. Alex Ferrario, pre-post and intermission host for the Blues. You're home for the Blues, 101 ESPN. We are getting close to the season. The Blues made a big signing with Mike Hoffman. You can find Ferrario on Twitter at Ferrario underscore 101 ESPN. Uh, Alex, I, I wanted to ask you about what this meant for Jordan Cairo, because I don't think there's anybody that we've talked more about this off season than Cairo. Is he now going to potentially be at risk of losing his spot in the lineup entirely? I think so. I mean, you figure you got to have a 23 man roster to start the season. Right. And of course you have that four to six man taxi squad, but all signs pointing towards Vince Dunn signing a contract with the team guys with Mike Hoffman and Vince Dunn, that puts you at the 23 man max. Now with Tarasenko out and then coming back, you can put a player there, but look, I mean, you got depth right now. You got a Jacob De La Rose, who was very good for the Blues in the bubble this past season. Uh, Mackenzie McEachern, who was a fourth line guy that Craig Berube loves his game. And then you got a Costin and a Jordan Cairo. So, yeah, I don't think Jordan Cairo's role is guaranteed right now going into this camp. I think he's on destined for a taxi squad spot playing in the AHL and the NHL. And he's going to have to prove it in training camp. I think it comes down to. Sammy Blade and Jordan Cairo getting one of those last spots. And whoever has the better training camp is going to be on the opening night roster playing in the game. And the other guy is going to be watching from the bleachers. And a lot of that is because of Jordan Cairo just not kind of playing to the style that the Blues want. Um, there's going to have to be a little bit more physicality on Cairo's game. There's going to have to be a little more defensiveness on his game if he wants to get into the lineup every night. But look, the Blues got to know what they have in Jordan Cairo. But the good news is he's controllable over the next couple of seasons because he's still kind of young on a rookie contract, hasn't played that many games in the NHL. 
So you have time still, but if anything, it's going to make Jordan Cairo play better. And you're going to find out really what he has to offer, because if he wants to be in the lineup and play in the NHL, he's going to have to outperform guys like Barbashev, Sunquist, Sanford, Blay, Bozak, and even a Mike Hoffman. Hey, Alex, we've been talking a lot about offensively and, and scoring a lot of goals. What can we spe- expect from this team defensively, uh, Jordan Bennington, and, and, and just the, the defensive end of, of, of things on the ice, ice rink? Well, I can tell you this, Kerry. Defensively, you can expect a lot of offense now. I mean, <laughs> I, I was looking at this last night, and again, this is my hockey nerd coming out. So Mike Hoffman, we all know, is a power play guy, right? Like he scores power play goals. He's got the ninth most power play goals since the 2014-15 season. Well, the guy on the team who has the second most assists on the power play at that time is your new defenseman, Tory Krug. So there's going to be a lot of offense and skating into the offensive zone and transitioning of the puck with this team. But on the defensive side, I think that's still a question. Like you, you have Jim Montgomery now, who's a defensive-minded coach. You have Craig Berube, who we all know has changed the identity of the team when he took over. This is going to reside a lot on Jordan Bennington. And one, how healthy he's able to stay and two, if he's able to kind of overcome those, those mishaps that took place in the bubble because teams kind of owned him in the bubble. They found a weak spot, and they took advantage of it. So this team, in my eyes, is still one of the best defensive teams in the Western Conference, but there are going to have to be guys that take their game to the next level. Like Pareko's going to have to take his game to the next level. So is a Justin Falk. So is a Marco Scandella. So is a Vince Dunn when he plays. And it's going to be a lot of uh, it's going to be a lot of onus on the forwards as well, making sure that there's back checking and playing smart in their own zone, and not doing that run and gun style of hockey. Because if you do that and you try and beat teams with speed, they might beat you with that. So it's going to it's 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 a question going into the season, but I think it's still a strength of this team. Alex, last question that I've got for you. We're talking with Alex Ferrario, pre-post and intermission host for the Blues. You can follow him on Twitter at Ferrario One Hundred One ESPN. As you look at the roster today and you compare it to the roster that the Blues took into last season, so not into the bubble, but took into last season, are the Blues better right now than they were going into last year? Hell yes, they are, BK. (laughs) Plain and simple. I mean, look, going into the season last year, there was a lot of excitement because you brought in a Justin Falk and that was going to upgrade the offense. You still had the same defensive unit, but the forwards – you were a little concerned because you lost Pat Maroon and that was some size on the, on the, on the front end that you didn't have anymore. That depth was gone. Now the depth is back and going into the season right now, even without Vladimir Tarasenko, you have a sure to be 25 to 30 goal scorer on your roster with another 25 to 35 goal scorer coming back in a month at least. So on paper, this team is much better than what they were last season. And frankly, this was a move that had to be done if you wanted to compete in this division. I heard Lou tell you guys earlier that he had the Blues still as one of the better teams in the division before Hoffman. But this move now puts you on the same level as the Colorado Avalanche, and in my opinion, ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights, because Vegas doesn't have a lot of depth at forward. They got two top lines and then two bottom lines that kind of can be good. Colorado, with the addition of Brandon Saad in the offseason, has four solid lines that can score on you as well as defense that can put points on the, um, on the board. So with this move, I think they are the, I think they're the best team in their division, but I would hear the argument that Colorado was right there with them going into the January 13th start date. Alex, can I ask you a quick Cardinals question? 
Give it to me. So the Padres, this is according to John Heyman, they added Blake Snell yesterday. They are apparently looking at adding you Darvish. That that sounds like it's probably going to happen. The Padres are going to trade for you Darvish as well because, you know, they needed more pitching. Now John Heyman (laughs) of MLB Network is reporting, quote, the Padres have also been looking for catching help. Is Yadier Molina a Padre? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Yadier's a Padre, guys. It goes right now. I mean, look, you just added all of this pitching. You traded away Francisco Mejia, who is one of their better catching prospects. I get it. You have Austin Hedges. You have uh, Nola. I don't even know the guy's first name, which indicates that Yadier Molina is going to have to be the guy for them. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yes. Yadier Molina, this makes a lot of sense. Yadier young unit that wants to win a World Series. He wanted to go to a contender, which was an important factor in this. But more than anything, he's got guys that can kind of mesh with what his style is in terms of they have that kind of excitement in their game, but they also have that drive to win a a World Series championship. So, frankly, it's really not fair what the Padres are doing. We're all talking about the Mets, but it's just it's it's like a Major League Baseball video game. Like, this is somebody disabled the trade negotiations. And just figured they can do whatever they want and get guys and just build the super team. So, yeah, I think if it's not the Cardinals guys, it's going to be the Padres. And I would uh, I would put that at a high percentage now with uh, with the moves that San Diego's been doing. It is Austin Nola. Aaron Nola is the pitcher. Austin <laughs> Nola is the catcher. See, Alex, always appreciate the, the time, buddy. Have a, Enjoy your time off. We'll talk with you again soon. I appreciate it, guys. That defends my point. Yachty's going to go there because nobody knows the guy's first name. <laughs> Carrie, keep killing it. If you're, if somebody's going to Wally pip me, Carrie, I expect it to be you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Alex Ferrario, pre-post intermission host for the Blues. Also, you know, co-host of BK and Ferrario here on 101 <laughs> ESPN as well. Always appreciate him hopping on with us. Man, as I keep go- going back to this with the Padres thing. Padres, Dodgers, Mets, Phillies, Nationals, all willing to spend money. The Cubs, whenever they're, you know, right, right. Are willing to spend money. Cardinals are just going to have to start spending money. Like, I, I'm not saying they need to be spending in the top it, five. Spending it properly, though. Spending Absolutely. it on the right people in the right positions and, and, and evaluating the talent that needs to be evaluated correctly. Spending it on superstars. Don't give Dexter that, Fowler now, a five-year contract I, when he's not worth that. I will say that that is correct because – you know what you're getting from from a guy that has had has done it his entire career and is not, you know, over the hill or getting past that age, the prime age of, of being able to have a elite talent, spending it on the players that can continuously do it and have continues and have done it, you know, throughout their entire Spend career. Spend on the outliers. Spend yeah. on the guys that hit free agency at 26 years old because they were so damn good coming in that they had to break into the big leagues when they were 19. And you got to pay them. And you, you got to be them. willing to pay them. You got to be willing to pay those guys. I mean, you're, you're seeing it. We've seen it from the Dodgers. They just got Mookie Betts, who's pretty good at this baseball thing. It's pretty, pretty good. The Padres decided to do it with <laughs> one of those outliers in Machado. We've seen the Nationals pay those guys in the past. The Mets appear to be willing to pay anybody. They are connected to literally everybody right now. The Phillies did it with Harper. The Braves did it a different way, but they signed those guys in international markets. Now they've re-signed them yeah. moving forward. I don't care how they get them. If the Cardinals develop a superstar and re-sign him to a below-market deal, even better. That'd be great. But you just got to find a way to do that because right now the National League around you is just getting better and better seemingly by the day. With Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's talk about a potential Super Bowl contender in the Kansas City Chiefs. Is this team overrated right now? 
I hope the answer to that question is no. We'll talk about it coming up next on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast powered by I Promise.